0: we go, here we go, Reverend Larry Pettiford, Hope in the Word podcast. Hey, I want to welcome all of you this day, if you're having a blessed one. Hey, do me a favor, hit the sub button while you're on the page, and then uh, check me out on me and my wife's website, www.hopeinthewordministries.com. That's HopeInTheWordMinistries.com. You'll find out everything about Hope in the Word Ministries, what God is doing in us and through us for His glory. We broadcast every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, live from Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, tap in, check it out while you're on the webpage. Look at everything on there. See how God may want you to get involved to help us advance the gospel. Hit the sub button while you're on there as well. I really appreciate that. Hey, but welcome to Hope in the Word podcast. Grab a seat. You're welcome in the VIP room. You know how the rev does it, in the VIP room. Because you are very important to not only me, but especially to God. So pull up a seat, get you some coffee, a soda, some water. Sit back, open your spiritual ears, ask God to speak to you this next 10, 15 minutes. Will you do that? Take some quiet time. You need it. Get off that... Gerbil wheel as I call it, like a gerbil on a wheel just running in circles. You need to check in with headquarters first. Hey, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Hallelujah. I'm excited this day because this is the day, my Bible says, the Lord has made. I will rejoice. And be glad in it. It doesn't say if it's sunshine, blue skies, 95 degrees. It just says, This is the day. Okay, this is the day. May not have been the way I wanted it, but I stand on His word. This is the day the Lord has made. I will. I will. It didn't say you have to, but I will. Rejoice. I'm going to rejoice, God and be glad in it. Pray with me. Father God, use this time I have to speak to your people. Break the strongholds of the enemy. Open their ears to hear. Prepare their hearts to receive. Holy Spirit of the living God. Move like never before through this stream, this podcast. Touch, heal, deliver, Father. Save, perform miracles. Break the strongholds of Satan that is trying to keep them in bondage. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah! Hey, trying to see where I got a few little notes in front of me. Trying to move around. Hope the shuffling of the papers not making noise. But want to speak on the subject. Just bring you a little hope this day. On God sees you. Let that marinate. Let you soak in that just for a minute. God sees you. You know God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. The devil can only be in one place at one time. I said Satan himself. Sometimes we say the devil's messing with me. Sometimes it's not him. You know when the devil's messing with you. But it's his demons, his co-workers that fell with him, that he assigned to you, that is messing with you. Because Satan himself can only mess with one person at one time because he's not omnipresent like God. That's why I want to talk about God sees you and he sees you, and he sees you, and he sees you. Yeah, you listening to, he sees you. He sees all that we do. When we hiding it from everybody else, God sees you. I used to think about all the wrong I did. God seen me. Breaking in homes, God seen me. Nobody knew what I was doing, fornicating, marriage, sleeping with other women. God seen me though. Thought I was slick. Willie, God seen me. Getting high still and God seen me. And I want you to know he sees you. You should really get excited about it. He sees you. He loves you enough that he sent. What did he send? His only begotten son. His name is Jesus. If you don't know him, I'm going to give you an opportunity at the end of this message to give your life to this Christ that I'm preaching and teaching about. But God sees you. Write it down. Make a mental note of it. God sees you. Background reading is Genesis chapter 16, verse 1 through 13. Not going to spend a lot of time in this story. You read it. But I just want to pick out some points in here and let you know God sees you. He hadn't given up on you. Let us pick the story up. Genesis chapter 16. Verse 1 through 13. reads as follows out of the NIV. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had bore him no children, but she had an Egyptian maidservant named Hagar. So she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my maidservant. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Already starting out wrong. Abram agreed, and now he's starting out wrong, to what Sarah said. So Abram had been lying in Canaan 10 years. Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian maidservant, Hagar, and gave her to her husband. Boy, can you picture that? Don't even watch soap operas. Just pick up your Bible and start reading it. This is crazy. Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian maidservant, Hagar, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. Mm. Verse four, he slept, Abram now, he slept with Hagar and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Mm, check this out. Then Sarai said to Abram, you are responsible for the wrong. Man, she putting it on him. I am suffering. I, um, you, are, you, are for, you are responsible for the wrong. I am suffering. I put my servant in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Verse 6, your servant is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. Then the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you gone? Where have you come from? And where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarah," she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her go back to your mistress and submit to her then the angel added i will so increase your descendants that they will be too numerous to count the angel of the lord also said to her you are now with child and you will have a son you shall name him ishmael and the word ishmael means god hears for the lord has heard of your misery he will be a wild, he will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in hostility towards all his brothers. And then verse thirteen, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her, "You are the God who sees me," for she said, "I have now seen." The one who sees me, Lord, bless that reading of Your Word in Christ's wonderful name, Amen. God sees you. You know, verses one through four and six. Just to, I just read the story. Quick background: Sarai and Abram before it became Abraham and Sarah. Uh, Sarah came to Abram and hey, I can't have a child. Sleep with my miss, uh, maid servant basically the housekeeper, if you want to put it today. And he did. Abraham didn't mind. Hey, hey, I get two for one. You and her. Hallelujah. Okay, let's move on. And God had told Abram that he would have a son. But he got it. He maybe thought that was the son. That wasn't the one. Hmm. See, he was in that fleshly wisdom, thinking, "Yeah, man, this is God. This is the son God want me to have. I it was with my wife, but it's with her. No, it's not with her." <laughs> and then verse four through six, Abram slept with Hagar. She conceived, and then Hagar began to despise Sarah. So Sarah said to Abram, "You're responsible for this wrong I'm suffering. <laughs> Put the blame on him." Y'all know what I mean. You do stuff, tell somebody else to do it, still get high with you when you get caught, hey, that's on them. Ain't that something? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, Hagar thinks herself to be better than Sarah, Abraham's wife. And the Bible goes on, and she's thinking, I'm the woman now, I'm the wife. So Sarah drives Hagar from the house. And now Hagar's now understanding that life is a struggle. You should have stayed where you was and kept your peace. Number one, you shouldn't even, when, 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 when you, Sarah came to you and was talking about sleep with your husband. No, I can't do that, baby. I clean your house, do all that, but I'm not sleeping with your husband. What kind of bribe does she take to, 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 to do something like that? What kind of bribe or what kind of way does the devil twist you to do things you know you should not do, but you do it? God sees you. That's what I'm talking about. God sees you. And I, and I don't know about you, but I'm glad he did see me and didn't take his eyes off of me. He, he saved me out of a lot of mess I, I got myself into. I heard somebody say amen, but, but 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 grace and mercy of his. He saved me. I'm glad you kept your eye on me, Lord, <laughs> like your eyes on the sparrow. Thank you for keeping your eye on me because, man, I did some stuff, and you got me out of stuff. That, oh, Lord, I don't even want to have that flashback right now. Let me move on. Verses seven through nine. The angel of the Lord found Hagar once she took off and got her son. I mean, and and and, and, and she took off and she set her son down. She kind of went away near uh, near a spring and set up under a tree. And 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 the angel said, "Where have you come from? And where are you going?" Angel knew all that, but he's just asking her. And I love her answer because she's telling the truth. She said, "I'm running from my mistress Sarah." The angel of the Lord said, go back to her. And submit to her. Go back and submit to her. See, you got a little. Your pants got a little big. You thought you was better than what you were. Like I said, you shouldn't have slept with her, but you did. It's over with. Thank God that He's seen you. Ain't no sense in running now. You go back and submit. Ask the officer, the judge for mercy, for leniency. You got caught in that affair. Let's go back and submit to your wife. Say, forgive me. I'm going to work on this marriage. I'm going to do whatever I got to do so we don't have to get divorced. You need to tell your kids, I'm sorry for not being a good mother, good dad. I'm going to submit to my employer, those on my job. You go back, quit running from job to job to job. You're not going to find it there. What you're doing is running from your own self, the own demons. Oh, preach it, Reverend, preach it. God sees you. And like I said, you need to thank him that he does see you. He sees you, he sees you, he sees you that the enemy wants you to think that God doesn't see you. If he sees you, why he allowing all this to happen? Sometimes, I just be honest, I don't know. Somebody else always got the answer, but this reverend tells you, I don't know. But I hope and I put my trust in him, my faith in him. I'm just a Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 man. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, Larry. Lean not on your own understanding, Larry, but acknowledge him. Acknowledge God in all your ways, Larry, and he's going to direct your steps. You just trust God. Pray for him and not pray for, pray for that he will help you to do his will and accept his will in Christ's name. God sees you. That's what we're talking about today. I'm moving along. i got to get out of your way so you can get on about your business. I thank you for your time. I'm about out of mine. God sees you. Share this podcast with someone else. It's on iTunes and Spotify. Let's get back to this. Genesis chapter 16, verse 1 through 13. We're picking it up, verses 7 through 9. When the angel found Sarah, Sarah, Hagar near that spring and asked her, Where are you going? Where you coming from? She said, I'm running from my mistress, Sarah. He said, Go back and humble yourself. Yes, yes. So so the angel calls Hagar Sarah's maid, though she was Abraham's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He calls Sarah maid to humble herself, as I said. She ought to be in Sarah's tent, not wandering in the desert. You ought to be in the house of God doing what he's called you to do. He sees you. You're in the nightclub. You're running around. You're doing things you shouldn't be doing. He sees you. That's why things are happening in your life. Ask Jonah. He's trying to run from the Lord. And God provided that fish, that whale, whatever you want to call it. He provided that thing in the sea, swallowed him up. Yes, he did. Get yourself together, spitting back out. You go do what I ask you to do. Hallelujah! God sees you. You cannot run from God. You cannot run from God. One more time, Reverend. Somebody didn't hear. It. You cannot run from God. God sees you. Period. Thank you. Mm. And then the angel sent her back with with compassion, compassionate counsel. Return. To your mistress and submit to her. Folks, you need to return to this God I'm preaching about. Some of you don't know him. You getting ready to get your chance to get to know him. Those of you who do know him, you backslid, you got away, you're not going to church, you decide when you want to go, if you're going to go. I thank you that you did tune in to this podcast. Maybe someone invited you. God bless them because I'm always asking people. Invite people to the podcast, to our church service, online. It may not be for you, as I always say. It may be for them. If you love them that much, invite them. Because the Rev is real. I don't have no big education, not asking for money, just trying to be as transparent as I can and preach and teach this word through my own life experiences, match it up with the word. I don't have no eloquent speech. I just try to come with a demonstration of the Holy Spirit's power. I'm sorry I can't give you the Hebrew, the Greek, and talk all intellectual. This is just me, who God made me, and I'm comfortable in this skin. Trust me, I am. Be comfortable in your skin. I said on one of my podcasts, I was a janitor. I was proud to be a janitor, not a doctor, a lawyer, nobody famous. But I who God made me to be. This is not my home. My home is in heaven. Make sure you know where your real home is. Don't spend it in, in eternity in hell. Hell is just as real as that device you're listening to me on. You better get this thing right. God sees you. You ought to thank him. He sees you. Why he allows things to happen, I don't know. Why he allowed Jonah to take off and run. But he seen him. He seen him running. But he still did not take his eye off of Jonah. And he hadn't taken his eye off of you. Read that story that I just shared with you. Because God sees you. It's in Genesis chapter 16, verse 1 through 13. Read it. All that twisted stuff that was going on. Sleep with my... With, with my husband and have a child and then the lady gets mad and then Abram gets mad. Read all that. Boy, you think you're watching one life to live. This sounds like a soap opera, but it's just as real as that breath you're taking. God sees you. Why not live for him? He died for you. If you've never given your life to this Christ I'm telling you about, you want to go from heaven to hell. I want to read one last scripture and get out of your way. In Revelation chapter 20, write this down, boy. Make put it on uh, stick it on the bathroom mirror when you brushing your teeth. Revelation chapter 20, verse 14 and 15 reads as follows: Out of the NIV, then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. See, we're all going to die once, folks, physically. Then there's a spiritual death. That's why I said the second death. Verse 15, if anyone's name, it says, if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire, the lake of fire. I always tell people, imagine a big lake. We've all seen a lake and it's not water, it's gasoline and you're standing in the middle of it and I got the match and I'm telling you, get out of that water, get out of that gas getting ready to drop this mess. Give your life to Jesus. In other words, time is running out. The lake is getting ready to turn into fire. You're going to burn forever and ever. There's no exits. Come on out. Come on. Give your life to Christ. That's what the Bible says. If your name is not found written in that Lamb's Book of Life, are they going to find your name in the Lamb's Book of Life or in the Book of Hell? Boy, I want you to ponder that because two things are for sure. You're going to die and you're going somewhere. The second, yeah, sure. Many people got many questions or beliefs about. I'm going to come back reincarnated. Ray. I'm going to float around in purgatory. But uh, my, not my Bible said, and I believe what Christ came to do. Save us from all that. Because he said no one comes to the Father. No one comes to God except through him. Jesus is the only way there. you got to repent. Repent. Turn away from all that sin, all that lust, all the things of the devil. Repent and turn back to this holy God and say, forgive me. Have mercy on me. Help me to live for you, God. I believe the work Jesus did on the cross. I believe he died for me, and you rose him from that third day. I believe he's the only way there. Save me, God, and he will. Help me understand your word, God, he will. Help me to share you with others, and he will. Because I know you see me, God. As you've seen Hagar, I know you see me. And I thank you that you never took your eyes off of me. Say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, shed his blood on the cross and died for my sins. And now I want to turn from my sins. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I invite Jesus Christ, come on somebody, invite him in. Backslider, invite him back in. He never left. I invite Jesus Christ to come into my life as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life, amen, 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 hey, if you said that prayer, do me a favor, go to my website, hopeinthewordministries.com, click on the contact button, let the Rev know, hey Rev, I gave my life to Christ, could you send me a Bible, I'll send you one free of charge, even if you know someone that needs one, put the address down, send it to them free of charge, let me know where you're listening from. It sure would be good to hear from you. Hey, I'm in China. I'm in Africa. I'm in New York. I'm in uh, Indiana. Let me know where you're listening from. Hit the sub button while you're there. The subscription button. Subscribe. My wife's putting some things together to keep in touch with you on our website. And while you're there, visit everything on our website. What God is doing in us and through us. You'll see it. We'll broadcast every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Lord willing. We've been doing this just about four years now. For the glory be to God. Thank you for tuning in to Hope in the Word podcast. You've been in the VIP room. You've been blessed. You have a great week. Believe in God's best for you. Share this with someone else. Hit the sub button while you're listening as well. And remember, don't quit. There's hope. A miracle is waiting for you. You keep the faith.